Welcome to Fat Mascara. I am Jess. Hi, Jess. I'm Jen. And you're hiding behind my open Microsoft programs. There you are. Ah. Here you are at home. Recording still remotely. Home studio recording. That's right. You're just in this little window here and I have all my open tabs. This is so strange still, but getting used to it. Okay. So welcome everyone. What's up with you? How are you holding up? Any any beauty news this week in Jess Matlin's world? Okay. In my world. Um, if you've been following along on our Instagram, and I do hope you guys are all following along on our Instagram at Fat Mascara, this past weekend I had my delivery of my home hair color. I have so many questions and I was saving them for the podcast because I just was clicking through my phone and all of a sudden it was like red juice dripping down Jess's head. What is happening? It was like, okay, well, first of all, I'll tell you the real story. It's kind of like sometimes I feel like we are, um, I'm sure this happens to you, Jen. People will be like, Jen, can you do my makeup for a wedding? And you're like, babe, I'm not a makeup artist. I'm a beauty editor. Like they think that because you know you know, makeup artists and you know how to write about this stuff that you're also like an artist yourself. Yeah, no, maybe in college I did somebody's makeup before we would go out, but I don't do wedding makeup. Exactly. Are people asking you to dye their hair? Well, (laughs) I realized that I am like a total putz when it comes to anything to do with, well, I kind of knew this, but I actually ordered the hair color two weeks ago. And two weeks ago, I tried to dye my own hair, but this is how dumb I am with home hair color. The developer was in the little light, the bottle that was like so weightless and I opened it and I thought it was empty and I like, because it was so weightless, I like lifted it and like it went all over the bathroom and it went down my back. First of all, I I almost had like- Can I ask what product you were using? Sure. It's- I mean, the plot thickens. It, it's a discontinued John Frieda hair color called Salon Trends. Okay. Which my colorist recommended for me. Okay. Because like, she was like, how am I going to like match your hair color? And she said, this is the best one. I'm buying it off of this woman on Amazon in like East Brunswick. So she <laughs> sends me this like Salon Trends John Frieda like foam hair color. I completely destroy the kit two weeks ago because I like don't even realize that the, the developer is like, you know, in this like light bottle. I thought it was an empty bottle. So I get like burns on my back, have to like aquaphor my back, and then I have to wait a week for like the next kit to arrive. I almost started to cry. You lost all of the developer down your back? Yeah. Oh my God, Jess. I'm so sorry. It's very like do as I say, like not as I do. You know what I mean? Because like- I've written this story. Home hair color. It's so easy. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, guys, I know you're probably like, wait a second. This is like- you guys tell you know why should I listen to you guys I get my hair color done this is like not a secret okay like yeah and you didn't even start getting your hair colored till a couple years ago whereas like someone like me I've been dying like my whole adult life so yeah did you order the same kit again order the same kit it came I had to remove all I learned this the hard way a few years ago Removed all um, towels, all linens from the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I wore like a sports bra and a tank top that like I didn't care about. Mm-hmm. I aquaphored the shit out of my hairline ears, like you know, to make sure that I didn't have like little red ears for like a week. Smart. It was still really hard. I don't know how to section my hair properly. Like I have a lot of hair. I did. I didn't get clips. I should have bought clips in advance. Yeah, it's a muscle memory thing too. I feel like the more you do it, the the easier it gets. 
I looked like a like I got into a box of like Kraft macaroni and cheese. It was all over. <laughs> and because it was foaming, like the tech, I'm surprised John Frieda discontinued this because the fo- it really does like. It foamed up like one of those lava experiments with the baking soda. Yeah. And the vinegar. Yeah. Uh, it sucked. I think you didn't, I didn't give me a picture of you with like foam on your head. I would have liked that too. So how did the color turn out? I'm like, I'm trying to see, but the lighting's not that great. I think it turned out pretty good. I, yeah. I, have, I have gray coverage. Shiny. It's Rich shiny. Rich auburn. I think it's a great product. I think I just don't know how to use it well. But here's the thing. And I want to ask you, Jen, and our listeners. And I did ask uh, my colorist, Nikki, about this. I said, look, last time I colored my hair red at home, which was a couple of years ago, my pillowcases for the next couple of nights did get red red dye on them. And she said, you need to make sure the water runs clear. And I did make sure the water... Yeah, of course. I did make sure the water ran clear, but I still did get like red spots, on orange spots on my pillowcase. I always am so nervous too after I dye at home to do a good shampoo because I'm like, I don't want to take out the color I just put in. But then when you're at the salon and you get it done, they like wash you like four times. And of course, you're not taking the color out. What's happening there? I guess you must not have rinsed it clean enough. Who knows? I, I, I just, if there are any colorists listening, any people who have had the same experience. Jess. Please, everyone, we're all in this together yeah. right now, right? I'm not, bl- I'm not blaming the product. I'm blaming, like, I know it's me. I just want to know what As I'm doing. As we like to say, user error. It's user <laughs> error. It's user error. Anyway, what about you? What's going on with you? I know that you went away for the weekend. You you camped. Yeah, I went ca- I went camping in the wilderness, which was awesome. Ended up with maybe a stress fracture in my foot, which has been getting worse and worse because I keep running and walking. I'm going li- to lay back on the running and things. I'm just going to take it easy for a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, all these wellness experts are like, now's the time to power up and do this and do that. And then, you know, no, let's all give each other a break and like just relax. What does a weekend at home relaxing look for, like like for you? Because you like, I feel like you're never at home chilling. I can't on the sit weekend. still. I can't sit still. I don't know. Trying not to do anything. I'm really bad at not doing anything. Like, can you just like chill at home with like Netflix and like a face mask? And have you ever seen me sit on a couch watch a TV show for more than like? 15 minutes. I literally can't do it. Could you do it when you were like a teenager or like in college? Never. No, I was always in the pool. I was just swimming all the time or working out or running around. I have a lot of energy, Jessica. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, let's talk about the show. (laughs) All right. Okay. So our poor producers are going to be like, can you not scream into the mic anymore, Jen? Thanks. No, we do. We do have a good show, though. We have a great show. Let's talk about the show, the topics. All right. We're doing our beauty news headlines, of course. Okay. And then blue light. So hot right now, this topic. Blue light protection because we're all staring at screens. So we'll talk about that. And then our guest, the fabulous Rianne Silva, the inventor of the beauty blender. We all have it. We all love it. The egg-shaped makeup sponge. She has made a fortune on this thing. And who that's it, right? Yeah, that's the show. <laughs> Just Rianne Silva, but she was a great guest, wasn't she? She's great. And then, of course, we're going to raise a wand. And I, I think we've got some good raise a wands this week. So let's hit it. Let's do it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. really excited about these headlines today because these are these are kind of some fun ones it's been like all doom and gloom i'm just excited i get to heckle you this time (laughs) oh i'm not a heckler you think of a heckler sorry color commentary commentary. take it away jess okay you ready so if you didn't like blush for your cheeks and i know our little friend is listening right now um our friend who at the unpopular opinions remember last week's segment yes so yeah she said you look like a clown two you, weeks ago actually two weeks oh ago. my god his time is flying that's right if you didn't like blush for your cheeks you're probably not gonna like this new trend nose makeup we're seeing a lot of this on tiktok lore magazine just reported on it 
Um, my friend Danielle DCM, if you're listening to this, she's been talking about this. Uh, she's seen it on TikTok. A lot of the teens are putting blush all over their nose. And it's not just like, you know, as Christopher Buckle might like to put like, you know, a little bit on the nose just for color harmony. Um, I know Trini London was talking about that the other day. I'm called, I always call it Trini London. You know who I'm talking about, the Trini London makeup, Trini Woodall, you know, for a little color harmony. No, we're talking about putting like blush on your nose like you're freaking Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I don't know about this trend. Jen, what do you think? The only thing I could say is it reminds me of a, like a couple years ago in like Korea and Asia when I was traveling there. They would put blush really high on their cheeks, like almost right under their eyes for this like anime kind of look. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's just freaking teenagers are bored on TikTok. I don't know. That's my take. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm going to watch this space. Let's see. I do, I do get what you're saying about the anime connection. Um, okay, now, you are not the only one who thought about doing baby foot during this quarantine, listeners. I'm watching the Facebook group, and I see that there's a lot of you all talking about doing baby foot. People are panic buying the at-home treatment and DIYing their own. I'm really shouting out a lot of my friends. I'm not trying to be exclusive right now, but, like, it's so funny. Like, all these things are just coming up in conversation. My friend Lucy calls them pandemicures. Oh, my God. I love that name, pandemicures. Lucy is a trend forecaster, so she's always coming up with, like, cute names for things. Pandemicures, okay, B- baby foot is like flying off the shelves at Amazon. Um, I looked for an Ulta while I was eating lunch today. Of course, that's like, you know, Ulta was like laughing at me, like sold out. Um, even a lot of the smaller stores like that we like, normally don't cite on our show, completely sold out. I even saw that there was a baby foot for men. And I was like, oh, I'll just get this one. No, completely sold out. And some of the stores even say, like, we have no idea when this product will be back in stock. It wasn't even like for... Can, can I provide the Chiron commentary to our news headlines Please. at the bottom? For, the, for those of you who don't know, baby foot is when you basically soak your feet in these little booties that have acids in them. You remove them. You're like, that didn't really do anything. And then three days later, the top layer of the skin of your feet just sheds off. And it happens not right away, so it freaks you out later when it does happen. Now, have you done baby foot ever? I have, and I forgot, so I used it. I And then I was like, oh, okay, maybe they feel a little softer. I didn't start peeling until four days later, but by then I had forgotten I did it. I woke up in the morning. I was like, oh my God, I have leprosy. Like there was all this skin all over my sheets. I thought I was dying. And then I was like, it took me a while to remember, oh yeah, you tried the baby foot. It does make your feet very soft, but just be prepared. If it doesn't work right away, it will work. So you know what it was? Because I was thinking I need to get it because my feet are like hooves right now. I was thinking... I'm going to get the pet egg. You remember the pet egg? Yeah, like the the puma stone yeah, thing? Yeah, but it's like a little, like, it keeps all the shavings inside. I have, like, a vibrating machine with, like, a rolling pumice stone I use Ooh, now instead of baby foot. Maybe I'll get that. Okay, do you like it? Like, should we put that on the blog, what you have? Yeah, I'll put a link to it. I forget the brand name, but I'll put a link to it. And it was, like, literally 10 bucks at Walgreens. And it you can use it in the shower and just shave that stuff off and have a nice pandemic here. I like that. Okay, let's keep pandemic here going. I think that's funny. Okay, so the Met Gala was canceled due to COVID, but it still managed to stir up some headlines. Nevertheless, Vogue apologized to Jessica Simpson after former creative digital director Sally Singer contributed to the online piece only at the Met and oral history of the world's most glamorous gala. And she made some questionable comments about Jessica Simpson's boobs. Now, as somebody who used to have massive boobs, I really found this one like super like I was like, like seriously, like eating the popcorn like Michael Jackson in that like, you know, Jeff. 
gif jif however you say it. okay so she said she was reminiscing about the 2007 met ball sally singer and she said all of a sudden it was like so jessica simmons was wearing this like majorly plunging cavalli gown and she said, all of a sudden it was like, whoa, Jessica Simpson's breasts are across from me at the dinner table and they are at a platter and I'm looking them, looking at them. And John Mayer was putting his hands on them at the dinner table. He kind of reached down and I just remember thinking, oh, celebrities, feel free to play here. That's what's going on. So Jessica Simpson became my new hero I know. with her Instagram <laughs> post. If I wasn't a Jessica Simpson fan before, I am now. She served it. She Sally. served it. So, you know, I was trying to keep these like headlines, like, you know, like kind of short and snippy, but I feel like this. I could just, talk about this for 10 yeah, more minutes. Like, I think we just need to like have a moment with this one. So she, I want to get like the real quote. She came back, Jessica Simpson, and she said she posted on Tuesday on her social media and she put that famous photo from 1957 of Sophia Loren side-eyeing Jane Mansfield's boobs. Um, we all know the, the photo, like we'll post a link to the story and you can see it and you go, oh, that one. Yeah, I've seen that one. And if you haven't, you're in for a treat. And Simpson wrote that she felt a bit like Jane Mansfield after reading it. She said it was an, an inaccurate oral history of the Met Ball. It was a Roberto Cavalli gown, not a Michael Kors gown, Sally Singer. <laughs> and she said, in all seriousness, she said, she said she's persevered through shaming of her own body and internalizing the world's opinions about it for her entire adult life. To read this much anticipated article about the classiest fashion event there is and to have been shamed by another woman for having boobs in 2020 is nauseating. I was just like, good for you. And she probably pressed post. She probably felt so like, there, I said my piece. I mean, I think she wasn't being bitch easy. The thing that was so everyone can respond to is that she has shamed her own body enough. And that's exactly mm -hmm. if Sally mm -hmm. didn't get why what she did was wrong, that sentence alone said it. Like we don't need other people, especially other women, to tell us how to feel about ourselves when we do all do that to ourselves anyway. Oh my God, get down from your high horse, Jen. I'm about to get worked up. No, like literally, I'm going to drop no, the mic. Jen, like, keep talking. Mm. Like what you're saying is like completely right. Like why did she have to say that? There's this growing discord between certain tastemakers and real people that this pandemic has really thrown into a light for me of just like, you know, we should all be in this together. And she was trying to be like, I think, just high fashion and like, oh, how tacky was Jessica Simpson? But it was just, it's just so out of touch. It's not the time. And it would have been out of touch 10 years ago. Like, don't talk about other women's bodies like that. Same with Adele losing all that weight and everybody like wanting to talk about her weight loss. Like, whatever. She looks good. It's her birthday. Let's not make it about like congratulating or not congratulating her on her weight loss. That's you know? it. That's her own relationship with her body. And guess what? Yeah. You don't get to say anything. So, you yeah, know, exactly. Suck it. Women's bodies yeah. are not like out there for you to talk about completely for Jess and I when we're doing it in this kind of fashion <laughs> I'm like so more on Jessica Simpson than her boobs yeah 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 <laughs> that'll be our third item Jen <laughs> okay so okay and then our last and final item is Caroline Hirons was our um, guest this week on our Instagram lives Jen and I have been doing a bunch of them during the um, what's it called the quandemic wow I'm losing it during the quarantine during the pandemic um, we've been having lots of fun little chats and we were so excited to to speak with Caroline. That's on our Instagram TV. Thank you, Jen, for putting that up. Um, and she had a bumpy start to her splashy spring kit launch. She had the website crashed. She's fixing it all, making it right for her fans. Uh, but I was very excited. She did tell us that she may be working on a Caroline Hirons exclusive, like, you know, her line 
not her spring kits are like collaborations with the brands she loves and like her like OG tried and true classic products. But she, I asked her, Caroline, when are you going to do your own line? And she's like, it's definitely something that I'm working on. It's not going to be out tomorrow, but it is in, you know, it's in her plan. So that there was, was no, there was no hedging around it. She's doing it. It sounded like in the next two years, even we'll be able to see that. I be, it'll be like a Paula Bagoon line to me. Like how will the person who is our, you know, truth sayer then do her own products i'll be really but i don't, think, I don't to want to say she, she signed her name in blood she wasn't like here's the plan but i feel like she was i'll say it mark my <laughs> words there will be a caroline hires no watch the instagram tv um go on her instagram it's on the um you can find it on her instagram but check it out it was an awesome conversation and i thought we got some really great scoop yeah okay you did a great job with the headlines and let's revisit all of them next week again because i have more to say <laughs> I I thought the Jessica Simpson thing was great. That was like I that made my my week. I was so glad that she came out and stuck up for herself. So the other day we were having a Zoom chat, Google Hangout chat, I can't keep track anymore, with our intern Olivia, and she looked super cute in her glasses. We had to ask her about them, and she said they are blue light glasses. Everything is blue light now. Blue light, blue light, blue light. It's like coming in through the windows, coming in through the walls. What is going on? This trend has been starting for a while, though. I have seen so many people that I worked with when I worked in an office and when I saw people <laughs> were wear, would wear those glasses when they were at their computer all day for eye strain. But it's seeped into the skincare community. Have you noticed that? Yeah, totally. We saw it. I remember like it was coming in drips and drabs. Like Estee Lauder had, um, you know, a serum with blue light um, protection. That always happens with these trends. Like somebody like Estee Lauder tries to make blue light happen or anti-pollution. You're like, stop trying to make that happen. And then all of a sudden there's just like a click and every product is blue light protection. Um, so Good Habit is a new brand that launched just like two weeks ago-ish, I think. The whole skincare line is devoted to blue light protection. Um, and Dr. Loretta's sunscreens have blue light protection. There's a Chantecai serum. Um, and then there's face mists. I love those. I know how you love a face love mist, a face Jess. Mist. I have to say the blue, the blue, you know, it was when you said um, Good Habit just launched a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, oh God, what a time to launch a brand now. Like, shoot me. But with all the blue light stuff, that's probably good because we're all online right now, like 24-7. Okay, so, so timely. Um, the because we're sitting in front of screens, three different screens. So I did some research on blue light. And those for people that don't know, like blue light is part. Wait, is this Jen's science corner? Oh, is it? Did you, I didn't did you think just give it that way? Did, did you did you just sneak in Jen Science Corner? I might be talking about <laughs> nanometers and wavelengths. <laughs> well, with dirty me. dog. I think it's interesting. <laughs> Someone out there does. You no, know, it is. It is. I'm I'm teasing you. Keep going. So okay, if you look at the if sunlight does have the wavelength of blue light in there, okay, blue light is 380 nanometers to 500 nanometers in wavelength. Right. Just so you know. <laughs> and the thing that I think people think is confusing here is. You see these blue LED devices and you're like, wait, I thought I was supposed to put blue light on my face because it's good for me, but then there's research that shows it's bad for you. So apparently the higher ends of the blue light spectrum, the longer wavelength um, can be beneficial for some, but you, but most of all, it actually does damage your skin. So there is this big analysis done recently in the Journal of Biomedical Physics and Engineering. I'm sure you're a subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or town and country. It, it depends. <laughs> anyway, they found that 
The blue light from screens, um, what it does is it generates reactive oxygen species. But in like layman's term, it causes oxidative stress. And I feel like most people at this point are up to date on that, right? Yes. Wrinkles, lines, pigmentation, slackened skin. This is why you use the antioxidants and all that stuff, because you do not want the oxidative stress. You do not want the formation of free radicals. And that's what that's what blue light's doing. And the th- reason it's so bad is because when it's coming from the sun, it's like however many million miles away. But what? how many feet are we from our computer screens for literally eight hours a day, a foot away, you know? Or if it's, a, or if it's your cell phone, like sometimes it's like three inches at night in bed. Okay, well, that, there's a very good point. And it brings up um, my first tip in Jen's science corner of how to deal with blue light. When you actually put your phone, some phones let them go on night shift, you know, when it gets yellowish, yeah. that actually does lower the blue light wavelengths. So you could do that all day long so that if you're one of these people that works, a lot of people have jobs where they have to be on social media and things like that. Put on night shift so you'll be getting less blue light and oxidative stress to your skin. And that is something, which sorry to interrupt you, but is that something that like you have to go into your settings and actually actively? Yeah. You don't have night shift on yours? I don't actually know if, if mine is set to that. It's. I think that they came up with it for eye strain more because it does make it much easier to read in low light. But um, why not use it so your skin isn't getting as much blue light? And then the other thing is, you know, I love product and I love a marketing story, but I'm going to like let you in on a tip here. You do not need a blue light specific protective product to protect from blue light. Any old antioxidant will do it, you know? Mm. Not any old antioxidant, but a moisturizer with antioxidants. And if you're doing a sunscreen, a regular sunscreen, then you're even better because you're protecting from all spectrums of light. So find a sunscreen with antioxidants in it. Though I will say, do you know a sunscreen at this point, a facial sunscreen that doesn't have antioxidants? I mean, they're probably out there, but I get what you're saying. Like most modern sunscreens have an antioxidant in them. Yeah. And so if it tricks you into putting on your sunscreen every morning because you know you're going to be protected from your computer screen, yeah. even better because any ambient light coming in from the window, you're all good. I'm not like... I don't want to say don't buy a blue light thing. The blue light mists are really nice because you know how your face just gets like hot and like when you have eye strain, like after you've been looking at the computer a while. Oh, yeah. Hot, tight, annoyed. That's when I like to do a facial mist. Might as well do one that's um, protective. One Ocean Beauty has a protective facial facial mist for blue light. And then so does um, Derma E. They have a blue light shield spray. And it's basically an antioxidant mist. So those are really good tips. Honestly, I don't think I've ever thought about the night shift. I don't think... Jen, I don't think everyone's like poking around on their phone that much. I'll teach you how to turn it on. All right, cool. Night shift. Look into it. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia. And guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honeylove, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honeylove came along. 
Honey Love's Superpower Shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Highest Air is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Good. So our guest, Rianne Silva, invented the beauty blender. 
How's that for a bio? We should just leave it at that. More than 50 million of the makeup applicators have been sold worldwide. It's won dozens of beauty awards since it launched in 2007. Today, she's the CEO and owner of Redeeming Beauty, Inc., which is the parent company of Beauty Blender. She's also a makeup artist, a mom, a glamom, which is what her granddaughter calls her. Gotta love that. And she's the winner of the Cosmetic Executive Women's 2020 Founder of the Year Award. Welcome to Fat Mascara. Nobody needs to know about our audio technical difficulties. We're just going to get right into it. Sounds Um, good to me. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Great. Okay, so we're going to start you out with a little questionnaire we do with all of our guests. First question, what's the first beauty product you fell in love with? Hmm, The first beauty product I fell in love with was probably concealer. And what brand? Do you remember? Well... It was very early on in my um, makeup evolution, let's say. I was very young. So it was a drugstore brand. It was probably, I think, it was CoverGirl because I remember I would get it at the drugstore and it came in like a lipstick tube where you would twist up and down. Yes. Yes. We know it well. Everybody had that stuff. That was, that was for me, that was everything. I felt so you know, sophisticated and mature to be able to conceal. I don't know what I was trying to conceal at that age, but I was using (laughs) concealer, honey. I think we're all just so excited about makeup at that age that yes, we needed it all. Yeah, for sure. And my mom never wore makeup. So I was so curious about makeup. She was like a naturalist. So who is the celebrity you just know you would be best friends with? Well, you know, one that stands out to me is uh, Melissa McCarthy. I think that we would be really good friends. I mean, obviously, she has a really great sense of humor, but, you know, at the same time, she's a really great business person. Um, Yeah, I think Melissa McCarthy. She's so funny. Okay. What's your most indulgent snack? Now, I want you to be specific. So I have to say this one is limited to only special occasions, because the caloric value, the fat value, and the sugar hangover is probably so intense that it takes a couple days of recovery. But it is something called butter cake. Butter cake, butter cake, butter cake. Remember, butter cake. If you have not had warm, hot, fresh out of the oven butter cake, with a scoop of vanilla ice cream and fresh hand whipped whipped cream on the side, you have not lived. Now, where do we get it? I get it at a a restaurant called Mastro's. Uh, Mastro's is a steakhouse. They have them all over. Well, not really all over, but they have them in, uh, when I'm in California, I go to either one in um, Beverly Hills or one down in Orange County at the beach in Newport. But Girls, let me tell you, if you have not had butter cake, you have not <laughs> That's lived. so funny. Okay, what's the song that pumps you up? Like, you know you're going to Mastro's to have some butter cake and you're getting ready. <laughs> like, what are you, like, putting on your makeup to in the bathroom? What, what was that Jay-Z, the Jay-Z song that you hear before all the basketball games? Empire State of Mind? I do. It's not that one. It's another one. Let me think. Oh, my God. Okay, can I get back to you on that? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, easier question. At the end of the podcast, we always ask people what they want to raise a wand to. Just someone or something that they're loving right now or product or person or TV show. What do you want to raise a wand to right now? Oh, my God. Right now, I want to raise a wand to 
Gavin Newsom, who is the California governor. Not only is he pretty, you know, easy on the eyes, <laughs> but he's super smart. This guy is, and he is handling his business here. You know, I got stuck in California, so I've been quarantined here. And I really, you know, I didn't really pay much attention to him before, but it's, you know, he's like a superstar on a daily basis. I see him all the time now. He's awesome. I want to wave a wand to Gavin Newsom. That's a good one. Okay. Now we're not going to stump you with music questions. We're going to get into beauty. You said your like your mom didn't wear makeup. So now I'm curious, how did you get interested in beauty? How did you even start out as, you know, before your beauty blender, you were a makeup artist. How did that happen? So yeah, my mom, she, she didn't wear foundation. My mom is really beautiful. She's still alive. She's not dead. When I say was, I mean, she's still beautiful. My earliest memories of recognizing something foreign on the face was just because my mom would wear lipstick. She had beautiful skin and freckles. She would wear a little eyeliner and lipstick. What really, really piqued my curiosity about makeup was my Aunt Betty. I don't think my Uncle Walter ever saw my Aunt Betty without makeup. She would literally go to bed with her makeup on and wake up like two hours before she would wake up and get like all back into her makeup and then get in bed and he would wake up and she would just look like perfect. Betty. But you had to see Aunt Betty because Aunt Betty came from an era of like Marilyn Monroe, right? And the thing I noticed about my Aunt Betty was that she would wear like two or three pairs of false eyelashes at a time. So there would be like double eyelashes on the top, double eyelashes on the bottom, you know, one of those eyeliner moles on her face. My reference to makeup was really skewed. The pendulum was really, you know, swinging in both directions for me. And you were inspired, you were inspired by Ann Betty, right? You weren't like freaked out by it. Sounds like you were kind of dazzled by her. Well, I was, I was dazzled, a little bit alarmed. I can't help but lie a little fearful but it it really brought it to the forefront of my um, awareness, you know, it was like, oh, people put things on their face and it changes the way they look. And um, it really was one of my earliest recognitions about uh, women using makeup to to, you know, express who they are. Let's jump forward a little bit. <laughs> there are a lot of us, um, we're not, a lot of our listeners might not be familiar with the origin story of Beauty Blender. Can you tell us how did you get the idea for this product? Yeah, fast forward many, many years where I became uh, a celebrity makeup artist in Los Angeles doing film and television, music videos, and all that kind of stuff. I got into the union, Local 706 here, and became a department head makeup artist for film and television. I got asked to do this TV show, and it was a little bit of an experiment because everybody was just starting to play around with this new technology called high definition. Where that becomes meaningful for the evolution of Beauty Blender is that suddenly when you used high definition as a way of you know, taping you saw the makeup. So you, makeup artists were very, in film and television, were very used to a different type of look with film and they would over apply makeup. So my, my goal, or I was hired actually because I could airbrush makeup. So my challenge became, how do I create an airbrush looking type of makeup for high definition broadcast? And, um, and then how do I 
um, teach my my crew, the people that work with me in the makeup trailers, who all are new to this too. How do we all become um, consistent in our makeup application? And everybody, uh, every makeup artist has a different technique, a different way of applying. We're all artists. We use our tools differently. And I would find that um, although I could instruct uh, a makeup artist, you know, to do it lightly, to do this, to do that, and, and we would work together, there's always a different touch that each makeup artist had. And I, in the union, you take these ongoing continued education classes. And there was this one class being taught by this really prolific makeup artist that did a lot of film. Her name is Kelsey Fry. And um, she was talking about using makeup sponges and wetting them for big, huge close-ups in her films. And I know this gets really technical, but I used that kind of information from her combined with other, you know, things I was working on. And that was the birth of Beauty Blender. It became an egg-shaped sponge with no edges that I would use wet. And it was like the great neutralizer. Everyone in the trailer that used them had a consistent makeup application and they all looked the same in terms of texture and um, neutrality and lightness. So I kind of felt like I was onto something here. So every day we would just start cutting these sponges into these shapes. And Before with film, it was more forgiving, right? Because you, everyone could have their own technique, but you wouldn't see kind of like the fine prints. You wouldn't see that your sketching technique is different than, let's say, Jen's sketching technique. But now HD puts a bright light on everyone's and it's like, I, you're going to see everyone's fingerprints. Texture. You're going to see texture now. So if everyone can use the same sponge that really blurs everything out, then everything is hunky-dory and we're all, everyone has the same beautiful finish. Correct. And if I could add one thing, it doesn't just also blur everything out, but it allows you to go in and touch up throughout the day. As you're shooting, you have to like cut, you go in, you do touch ups, and then you resume shooting. Every time you do a touch up, you're adding makeup. Right. So what that does is if you look at the surface of a beauty blender, you'll see the texture of almost what would be considered to be perfect skin. So you're actually pressing and imprinting that texture, because what high def does is you actually see texture now. That's why you see makeup, because you're seeing the makeup on top of pores and hair and texture. So again, getting technical, but yes, it it would go in and allow you to maintain these continuity the continuity of your look all day long. And because it's so because it's so technical, I thought it would only be for makeup artists. You know, that's the funny crazy thing about my journey that is funny and i'm not being contrarian i'm genuinely asking like how come your sponge does this better than let's say someone else who's just like i got this little wedge from cvs you know like let's all these use these cvs wedges why you know how come the beauty blender is so special in that way because the regular wedge sponge has straight edges and people usually drag them across their skin, which leaves a line of demarcation because the, the sponge itself has a sharp edge. And again, we're talking about texture, right? You see texture. So by having an edgeless sponge... It's the edgeless bit. Yes, it's edgeless. And also my, my material is very different than material that you'll see of other sponge, sponges, whether they're wedges or what I like to call my fans who have taken my idea and 
tried to create their own. I love that. Does that bother you? Once you came out, the beauty blender came out, we've seen so many and some of them, like you run it underwater, that thing gets so huge, you can't even get it on your face. Sometimes they're all mushy. None of them are the same, but are you like flattered or annoyed? What do you, what do you tell your team when no one else is around? Well, yeah, when no one else is around, I'm annoyed, honestly, but I am flattered at the same time, right? Because Beauty Blender came in and created a category. It was the first of its kind. And um, I'm really grateful for, you know, whatever the lightning bolt from God or whatever you believe that, you know, came to me that I was able to create that. The annoying part is, is like, doesn't anybody have an original idea? I mean, go find your own lightning bolt. But, you know, at the same time, I also understand that I can't remain in the category by myself and grow. I feel like there needs to be competition. And as long as they continue to be inferior, then it's good. Strong fighting words. I like it. Okay. So here's another question about your story of building this company of Beauty Blender. It always seems to be presented kind of by the media as this very simplified rags to riches way. Like when you Google you, it's like broke mom with no money and no job invents multi-million dollar empire. Does that first, does this simplification, does that ever bother you that that's how the story is told? And, and is it correct? Is that kind of how it went down? Yeah. So it's correct. And no, it doesn't bother me because if I can be inspirational to other mothers, other single parents, other entrepreneurs, people with an idea, people that didn't grow up with, you know, parents that could help them seed their businesses or whatever, I'm happy that I can be that, you know, beacon of light, if you will, for them. Now you've had your company you know, a decade now. I'm originally from Pennsylvania. And I have to say, I remember hearing that your factory was in the Lehigh Valley. And I've always wondered, and now that I have you on my podcast, I have to ask, how did you end up with a factory in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania? No offense to my friends back home in Pennsylvania, but it's literally like, it's kind of farmland. It's in the middle of nowhere. And it's kind of random. It's so beautiful. It is. It is. How'd you end up there? So yeah, that's, that's where my operations are. When, when I was a makeup artist traveling around the world with celebrities and I was trying to make Beauty Blender, I would look on the backs of packages of sponges and try to figure out who can I get to help me make my idea. I noticed a similar thing going on. Victoria Vogue was on most of the back of those packages. And this is, you know, before Google. So I called them. They put me in touch with this woman, Catherine Bailey, who was working at Victoria Vogue at the time. And I pitched my idea to her. And she was the one that, you know, the one door that opened and said, I, you know, I I get this. I really understand this product. I think this is a really great idea. I'm going to help you. You know, she was in the Lehigh Valley and, and she knew that I was in LA, you know, struggling to get my business going. And she said, look, She's an older woman. She was like, hey, kid, if you if you really, you know, want some help and you trust me, you know, if you send me your inventory, I will start managing the operations of your business and help you to continue to develop this business. So I took a chance and I moved everything to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And that was over 10 years ago. I'm a Pennsylvania resident now. And my headquarters are there. And I actually really love it. Why did you guys make it pink? Was that on purpose? Um, Well, it ended up being on purpose. But the real reason uh, I was given a pink material was that I was probably a really big pain in the ass to the lab I was working with. And every time they would send me sample materials, they would send them in a different color so we could differentiate 
different substrates or different types of foam from one another. But there was a big card as you opened up the box that said, don't look at the color, but look at the foam, like close your eyes, use the foam. And of course, me being who I am, I did not close my eyes. I looked at that pink color and I fell in love with it. And I thought, wow, you know, if I'm really going to make this kind of like life-changing tool, why not make it a color that speaks to you from across the room? Everyone, you know, uses makeup in, in a way that is kind of tailor-made for them. Surely you've seen people use the blender in a way that maybe you didn't intend or in a way that you hadn't thought of. Are there any ways that you've seen that you've seen that have impressed you or you thought were kind of creative? I'm so impressed. Like I learn things all the time and it's really, it speaks to the way people think in their process, you know, and when they're looking at their own face and how they want to actually manage putting this makeup on their face, you know, some people use it as, and, and it's totally created. And we talk about this uh, in our you know, marketing educational decks, but you know, it's also a great finisher. Sometimes people put makeup all over their face and they just use a beauty blender to go blend everything out, make it all look natural. Is there a wrong way to use it? Yes, yes. Dry. Don't use it dry. Do not use the Beauty Blender dry. I I do a lot of talking about Beauty Blender, and I'm always surprised that I will always find a couple people that, you know, this is like a lightning bulb moment for them. They're like, what? What? Are you kidding me? Do you still do any other people's makeup? Are you still like a working makeup artist? I am, um, but honestly, not that much anymore because running Beauty Blender, you know, now at the size of a company that it is, is is a pretty um, daunting task. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I love it. But for actors to hire me, they have to hire me like three months in advance. So there are certain people that I, I do still work with on occasion if, if the circumstances and, you know, the stars and the moons are aligning and my calendar is okay. Um, I love one of my dearest, dearest clients that I will always try to make time for is Regina Hall. I mean, there's just a couple, but I don't really have time. Yeah. And were you the one who decided to expand into color cosmetics after making applicators? Or was that like the team was like, we must do this? Oh, no. My team was kind of for many years really afraid of me doing that. Um, It was always... It was always a part of my plan. I mean, let's face it. I was a makeup artist working at a super high level, and it was not my dream to create a sponge. (laughs) So for me as a makeup artist, I always wanted to create makeup. I thought that would be, and I thought complexion in particular would be what I would do. So it was always in my plan. It was always a part of the dream. I just got sidetracked on this beauty blender journey, which, you know, took me for 10 years of growth and Uh, management, you know, building the business before I had a a moment to kind of sit back and go like, okay, so what's next? And color was, and complexion specifically was where I wanted to go. Wait, so now what's next? I mean, you're no slouch in the shade department. You got 40 concealers, 40 foundations. What are you going to do next? Well, I'm going to stay in complexion for a while. I mean, complexion is comprised of more than concealer and foundation. There's many other products that help perfect your canvas, you know, and, and because Beauty Blender really thrives in that area of makeup application, I want to create products that can be used with Beauty Blender. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for your time and thanks for your patience. You really, you, you are an angel and your husband. Yeah. Oh God, no, I love it. It It's so fun. It was great talking to you girls. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
Okay, we've got a listener raised a wand, and this one's a good one. This is from Melanie from the Midwest. I don't know why she gave us just a region of the country. I mean, that's quite a large area of the country, the Midwest. Take it away, Melanie. Hi, this is Melanie from the Midwest calling with a raising the wand, and that is for perfume samples. I went to my local apothecary, picked up while I ordered. I didn't go. Um, ordered five samples of fragrances that I've been dying to try, three from Grossmith um, and two others. And I've been wearing a new one each day, writing a little journal about how I feel about them. So that way when this is over, I can go pick up my favorite one and treat myself for making it through this um, and doing my best every day. And it's just really brought a little bit of life into every day and brought me so much joy. Thanks for all you're doing. Bye. I love this. I love this one, Melanie, because it really is about the power of perfume. It really is about how it can be such a pick-me-up. And I, too, have been loving minis. Under my bed, I have a bunch of little minis that I got from a Fragrance Foundation event a while ago. And I've been like really, it felt like getting a bunch of little treats. I love the way, I, I just everything about her message made me so happy. I was like, this is a fat mascara listener. Right? Like, we see you. We see you, Melanie, in the Midwest. Can I, uh, can I just say something? I think um, this is a great time to get like a fragrance. Like it's kind of it's around Mother's Day time when, when you listen to this. I think Mother's Day will just have passed. But um, there's great samplers, you know, like if you look at Macy's.com, Sephora, Ulta, great time to get fragrance samplers or like Lucky Scent. So some of the more obscure fragrances, they do um, inexpensive minis of like really expensive scents. Great time to really try out some stuff that may be too expensive. Oh my God, I love that website. So Jen, what's your razor wand right now? Well, but. Before I give you my raise of one, I just want to remind everybody if they want to hear their own voice on our podcast, yes, you can email us a voice memo. It's info at fatmascara.com, raising a wand to a product or asking us a question that we can then also play on the podcast. Or you can call us our phone number toll free. Well, no, I guess it's not toll free. And our phone number is 646-481-8182. Okay, so I'm doing, I'm raising a wand to an eyeshadow me what who are you what have you done with jen goldstein who is she what what are you wearing so you know how zoe came on the show last week Mm -hmm. and she was talking about cream eyeshadow and she was like pushing me on eyeshadow and i'm like girl she has orbits like yours like lots of real estate to work with orbits and i thought just because i don't have as big eyelids as everybody doesn't mean i shouldn't play this little game so i went looking for a cream eyeshadow and damned if i did not discover the best dupe for expensive stuff in CoverGirl. It is called um, CoverGirl True Naked Queenship Shadow Sticks. They're like nine bucks. You know what it reminds me of? Laura Mercier has those caviar sticks. Oh, yeah, the eye sticks. There's a couple other prestige brands that do them. This is just like, it's creamy, but then it kind of dries down so it doesn't make that creasy slippery. Oh, that's great. And because I have smaller eyelids... It's thin. So my finger, even the width of my index finger is too wide to get to my lid. But the cover girl is like a slim cream shadow and a crayon almost. Yeah. Swipe, swipe. I do a swipe on each lid. I have it on right now. Pretty. The color I am wearing is called 
unruly. And it's like this universal color that I can't even think of who wouldn't look good on. It is like a mauvey, pewter, mushroomy, brown, gray, purple kind of color. It's like a beautiful neutral. Barely any shimmer in there. And I've just been swiping it on. And I know I made fun of people that are like, oh, purple eyeshadow makes brown eyes look browner. But like, I feel like it actually does something good to my eyes. I am very into this product. Can I ask you a question? Does it have a lot of playtime or no? More than some of those longwear products, but not quite as much as like a true cream shadow where you can mush it around. It definitely has a dry down. I would say you get like maybe like five seconds to sort of smudge it around. But because the tip of it is so slim, I didn't really need to mess with it. I just swiped it on and I was like, well, that placement was pretty good. So great. Love this. But nine bucks. Oh, and they're on sale on Ulta right now. You can get like buy two, get one free. Holy cow. Okay, that's a really good razor wand. I'm doing a hair product and I actually don't know if I've done this before. So I think you need to let me know if I've done this before and then I'll find another one if I have. So I am going through a lot of my products and being like, do I like this or not? Like I'm trying to kind of like streamline. Yeah, what'd you find? IGK Mistress Hair Balm. Have I done that? No, but I think you've talked about IGK before. What is IGK Mistress Hair Balm? If I've talked about this, I'm sorry, but I'm like, I've fallen in love with it again. My hair has gotten really super long because I haven't gotten it cut since like January. Um, it's a hydrating hair balm, as the name says. It's not cheap, guys. It's 29 bucks, but I've had it for a long time. I don't use it every day, but you don't need a lot of it. It has coconut oil in it, it has shea butter, it has argan oil. Um, you just put a little bit of it in your hair. And like, you know, Jen talked about this the other day when I think maybe it's during an Instagram live. Guys, you gotta you gotta come to these Instagram lives. We've been doing them on Fridays at like five around 515 EST, because we do talk about a lot of stuff that has visuals in it, which is um important. With the hair product, you know, you don't like drag it down like, like, you know, don't pull down on your strands and flatten your hair. She's doing a squeezing motion. You can't see her, but I can. Thank you. (laughs) Press it into the hair. And it's really given my hair a lot of like my my waves, which are like I have a kind of a, a little bit of a natural wave. It's given it more definition, a lot of shine, and it's tamed a lot of the frizz around my crown. Um, oh, nice. And it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's, I'm like, I've kind of like realized that this is a great product that's been sitting underneath my sink and like, why aren't I enjoying it as much? Shop your stash, as they say. Exactly. I'm shopping my stash and I, this, the smell is great. So IGK Mistress, it's definitely a great one if you have like longer, thicker hair or just thicker hair. Raise, raise, raise a wand. Thanks for listening. Our show is produced by Atwill Media. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Fat Mascara. Go to fatmascara.com to get a link to our private Facebook group and hit us up. If you have a beauty question, you can send it to us at info at fatmascara.com. We'd love if you send us a voice memo. We also want to hear your razor wands. Send those to the same address, info at fatmascara.com. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review on iTunes. Just throw us some stars. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. 
Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.